fans, common sensors, podcast consumers. Welcome to episode 80 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am, of course, your favorite, favorite, favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And we got an action-packed show for you tonight. All kinds of great stuff to get into. Uh, I will point out, for those of you that don't live in Southern California, uh, coming to you again from a very, 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 very rainy Los Angeles, California. So, you know, we're going to have some fun with that tonight as well. Now, despite the fact that, I, fortunately, I am dry. I am sitting inside of a studio, but it just blasting rain all day. And, in fact, something happened with my Christmas lights. The timer, like, it's a whole, yeah, I'll tell you. It, like, a couple, few days after Christmas lights go up, ridiculous rain happens in Los Angeles. Rain that we don't usually get, especially this time of year. Sometimes we get it, like, January, February. Uh, but it's it's a little more rare that we get this heavy amount of rain uh, this this early this early it's really late in the year but this early in the season I guess you could say uh, they're getting snow up in the mountains it's all kind of madness and and it's I I think we're getting a little more uh, a few days from now so I, I'm not gonna get into what we talked about last week and the misconception from everybody uh, thinking that it's great that we're getting this this high volume of rain right now, but go back listen to episode seventy nine and, <laughs> and get filled in on that if if you're not familiar with why it's actually not a great thing that we're getting all this rain just at one time right now. All right, let's get into it with a little bit of social plugs. You can keep up with us between episodes, during episodes, after episodes, before episodes, whatever else you want to do, and you can do so multiple places. One of those would be Twitter. Follow our Twitter account at Tell the Wall Pod. That's right, at Tell the Wall Pod. Not hard to spell. Get it. Just search it. You'll find it. Uh, in addition to that, on Twitter, as you're on there following our, our t- Go Tell to the Wall account, also follow my personal Twitter account, which is at Magic Muppet. That's right, at Magic Muppet. Follow both those. You're going to get all kinds of nuggets of common sense throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. Uh, however often you go on Twitter, it just depends on how much you want to get out of it. And you know you're following people like the Orange Menace. Give us a follow on Twitter as well. In addition to Twitter, you can uh, follow us on Facebook, like our page, do so at Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall or just search go tell it to the wall. Like our page, come back often. You're going to get updates when new episodes get posted, uh, information on like schedule changes, anything else is all kind of going through that Facebook page as well. So like our page, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. And of course, we're on YouTube because who isn't on YouTube these days? You got to be on YouTube. Head on over to YouTube, search go tell to the wall. You're going to find our channel. Subscribe, like some videos, watch the videos, do the things. Uh, and if, if, if you're someone that only listens to the podcast because you don't use Facebook, we actually go, we do go live on Facebook every Thursday night. Uh, you can actually go back and revisit the, the actual videos from the podcast itself. Every episode is up there as well as the teasers. In addition to that, you're going to find all of our beer reviews, all of, like some rants that are up there, stuff that you're, you, that's, that's going to be your best place to find a lot of the videos. Uh, but more importantly than all those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. I'm not going to spell O'Rourke for you. Go and look up Cousin Beto and you're going to get the spelling on it. It's not hard. It's, it's pretty easy to spell. Uh, that's where you're going to, that will actually take you to all of the things I just mentioned. There are links specifically to all those platforms I just mentioned, as well as 
uh, additional content you're not going to find anywhere else. Anywhere else, there's blog posts, there's photos up there, there's stuff that doesn't go out to any of the other platforms. Uh, and more, I don't want to say more importantly, also extremely importantly, uh, you're going to be able to find our Patreon page through the website. It's also on our YouTube channel. I believe it's also on Facebook. Might be on Twitter. I can't keep track of all these things, uh, but you're going to find it there. Please, 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 if you have the means and you would like to do so. Think about supporting the show financially. Uh, every dollar helps. You can you can support with a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, fifty dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever you so whatever you see fit. Uh, and if you have the means and you want to, again, please do so. Help us to grow. Help us to keep this thing moving. Uh, help us to bring in new concepts, which is always happening. Like I mentioned last week in 2019, we're bringing we're rolling out a couple of new segments. Uh, I've kind of been teasing them a little bit over the past few months, and, and we're going to be fully rolling them out in 2019. So head on over to our Patreon page. Become a patron. You're going to get all kinds of cool perks uh, include up to and including mentions on the podcast itself. Uh, and really, if you become get into that higher tier of Pay, of being a patron, uh, you can literally be sitting here in the studio with me on a Thursday night or one of our special, you know, our holiday specials that we do, which sometimes aren't always on a Thursday night. Uh, so, so please consider doing that Patreon. You're, you're going to get linked directly there through the, through the website, uh, as well as YouTube and Twitter. And I think, I think we're getting a little, no, maybe that's not thunder. I can't tell. It's just, there's just, I live in Los Angeles. There's all kinds of noises. When it's raining, you hear like booming sounds and you're like thunder no fireworks <laughs> or something else of that matter uh all right beer this week beer this week okay uh we actually i don't believe we've ever had this on an official podcast episode uh but i'll talk a little bit more about that as as we talk about the beer uh and this is a tasty brew from sierra nevada brewing it is the hazy little thing ipa hazy little thing ipa uh now the reason i said we'll talk more about that is I haven't had this on a podcast episode, but if you're interested in, in really getting a little deeper dive now, a deeper dive being a deeper common sense dive, uh, you can do so on our YouTube channel because there's actually an official beer review of Hazy Little Thing IPA. It was actually one of the first official beer reviews that, that we started doing for Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. And I always t and I tell people because uh, this is, oh gosh, probably over a year ago. This this is one of the ones that really kind of sparked the the hazy uh, IPA revolution, the New England IPA, which not a revolution, but uh, but the popularity here in Southern California. Now you're seeing it everywhere, and this was one of the first ones uh, really being put out into the marketplace is the hazy little thing IPA from Sierra Nevada. In addition to that, I mentioned Sierra Nevada on. Uh, the last episode, I believe, it might have been the one before that, uh, where they are brewing the Resilience IPA uh, specifically to benefit the campfire victims. They also have, at last it was well over a thousand at last check breweries around the country that are going to be brewing that same recipe uh, and and, and pouring it from taps in their tasting rooms and everything else. So. Because of that, and in honor of what Sierra Nevada has been doing, and and honestly, I am a big fan of Sierra Nevada, I'm going to be trying to get as much of their different beers here on the next few episodes. And in fact, I, I know we're going to have a Sierra Nevada for the Christmas special coming up here in two weeks. Uh, and, and, until, until and maybe after we do get a hold of the Resilience IPA and actually uh, get that one on the podcast, do an official beer review and all that other stuff. Uh, just top line on it, if you're into the hazy IPAs, this one is definitely your speed. And in fact, my good friend Carl, uh, who was into the IPAs, got kind of tired of them, similar to how I did. I, I just I was like, okay, I'm getting tired. Of, I, I enjoy these, but I'm getting tired of being punched in the face every time I have a beer. Uh, he actually got into these uh, 
kind of shifting away from the traditional IPAs and has been enjoying kind of the hazies. And this one in particular uh, was one that he found and, and he liked. Uh, so myself, I've met, met come across many other people. And in fact, our beer review that's up on YouTube is one of the most popular beer reviews that's up there because of the popularity of these hazy New England IPAs. So check them out. Sierra Nevada. We love Sierra Nevada for all the things they do. Still fully independent brewing, uh, fully family owned Family-owned is Sierra Nevada, so check them out. Give them some love, and when that resilience comes out, make sure you're buying some of that resilience if you're a beer drinker. Head to your local brewery, your local tasting room, and hopefully they're going to also have that resilience IPA. Tasty, tasty. Mm. I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Uh, a couple housekeeping things. We will most likely have a scheduling conflict next week. I'm getting booked left and right on stuff. It's just been ridiculous. Uh, and I'm having trouble getting into the studio to do these things. And it looks like we're going to have a scheduling conflict on Thursday uh, of next week. So we may shift recording live feed of that the next episode to a different day next week. Uh, or we may just skip a week, which I, I hate doing skips so close together. But, of course, we are in the holidays right now. Uh, and we're going to be hitting a point where we do have the holiday break as well. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Might not have an episode next week. Uh, if we do have an episode next week, it will most likely not be happening on Thursday. So it'll either be earlier in the week or possibly a Friday. I just I got to figure out some scheduling. Uh, and then reminder, the following week will be the annual Christmas special. The annual Go Tell to the Wall Christmas special will be happening on December 20th. I hope I wrote down that date correctly. I'm not that great with calendars. I know it's it's ridiculous. Uh, as you can tell, I'm like, I have scheduling. I don't know. I, I have a scheduling conflict next week. Uh, Kevin, apologies for the beanie tonight. I gave everyone a little cooling off period, uh, and I, I specified this in the teaser. For those of you that aren't watching the video, I am wearing my Boston Red Sox World Series champs beanie tonight. Uh, it just It just felt right with the cold that's going on around here. It's like 50 degrees in Los Angeles. We're not used to this stuff. Really not used. I mean, I'm telling you, like I, I freezing, freezing. Got my got my kid like bundled up, <laughs> not really bundled up, but I had to run around the house in a sweatshirt and uh, long, you know, long sleeves and sweatpants and stuff today because we're not used to. We're just not used to this cold. This is not normal for Los Angeles. We get, you know, we get this here and there, uh, but not as much during the day as we have been lately. It's more of the overnight temperatures that get down to like the 50s and maybe high 40s. Uh, so again, apologies, Kevin, for the, but I gave everyone a cooling off period because I know we have a somewhat large fan base here in Los Angeles. All right, moving on to some social trends that we got going on right now. Social trends, of course, one of the hashtags popping around Twitter and other platforms right now is hashtag Golden Globes. The Golden Globe nominations were announced this morning, and you might say, well, Sean, why isn't this in the TV, film, and book section? You know why it's not? I just wanted to bring it up because it's a trend right now. Hashtag Golden Globes. And if you want to search the hashtag, by all means. It is the majority of people posting with this hashtag are complaining that people weren't nominated. On top of that, we have studios that are trying to point out their nominations. Yes, we get it, Marvel. Black Panther has a bunch of has a Best Picture nomination, and it's fine. I don't mean anything bad against Black Panther. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Uh, personally, I don't care about the Golden Globes. I, I don't care about the Golden Globes. I don't care about the Oscars anymore. There was a time in my life where I did care a little bit about the Oscars. I don't care about this award stuff. I, I don't. This is, you know, Hollywood elite uh, looking at artsy films and then giving out gold statues. The Golden Globes, and the, it's gold statues. I, you know, I don't care if you're interested. By all means, I don't think you're you're dumb or anything for being interested. I just don't care about awards. I, I don't. You know, I went to film school because because of Kevin Smith. I was inspired to go to film school because of Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith ain't winning an Oscar ever, ever. 
or Golden Globe for that matter. So search it if you want, but that is one of the trends that's happening right now on social platforms. Uh, now, getting into the good stuff, the stuff I'm enjoying. Uh, that would be hashtag the secret ingredient is. Hashtag the secret ingredient is. Now you know people are having fun with this. Uh, somebody <laughs> actually did uh, post a picture of something and said, hashtag the secret, the secret ingredient isn't butter and it's I can't believe it's not butter uh, now for me personally this one would 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 be the case I'm not much of a cook uh, hashtag the secret eating the secret ingredient is ordering takeout this is what I do quite a bit uh, I'm not very proficient in the kitchen I would probably be living off of frozen pizza and and kind of prepackaged salads if it weren't for my wife which is coincidentally that's what I was doing before I met my wife <laughs> so you know, not much of a cook myself. I, I wish I could cook. I, I just not much of a cook myself. So ordering takeout uh, tends to be uh, <laughs> where I go if I want to have some kind of secret ingredient or impress somebody or, you know, this actually happened with some friends of mine. Uh, my daughter does a, uh, a nanny share, which is essentially a play date. So I go to pick her up uh, at, at her friend's house. And they're also friends of, of my wife and I and uh, and the, the wife of, of my daughter's friend. I had actually just gotten back from work, and she was grabbing her daughter, and she was going to El Pollo Loco down the street, and she was going to, and obviously, I don't think she was that serious about it, but she was going to come in and be like a 50s housewife, throw away all the El Pollo Loco wrappers, and present a home-cooked chicken dinner to her husband, and obviously her child as well, but her child uh, being two, two, two and a half around there, <laughs> isn't going to be able to tell the husband that, hey, we just went to El Pollo Loco. <laughs> you got to get it in now. Because when they start getting like three or four or whatever, hey, oh, yeah, we went to El Pollo. Oops. Yeah, you know. Anyway, uh, we're getting tangented already. Where the heck is Bridget? Keep me on track. Uh, all right, another hashtag floating around the social platforms right now. Hashtag title this chapter of your life. Hashtag title this chapter of your life. This one, I'm going to warn you to tread lightly. I like to bring up the ones that are going to entertain you, make you laugh. This one... Most likely is going to make you laugh, but you could also get a little bit of, you know, sadness. I don't want to say depression because it, like, it's, it's, it's a little sad. Uh, but like many other hashtags, people went a little ridiculous with this one. Uh, like, for example, Jake Robeson, uh, hashtag title this chapter of your life, and it just says missing. I am sorry, Jake. I hope things get better for you. Uh, <laughs> this one I did... This one I did like, uh, hashtag title this chapter of your life, when crazy goes crazy. That's people having fun with it, but check that one out. Uh, honestly, if I'm, if I'm trying to be humorous with it, uh, for me personally, hashtag title this chapter of your life would probably be when crazy goes crazy, uh, but if I'm being sappy and, and honest with everyone, this is definitely one of the greatest periods of my life, which is exemplified uh, by my fantastic wife. Uh, and, and definitely by my amazing, adorable two-year-old daughter, uh, who is currently, I believe, singing in her in her bedroom right now, even though she's supposed to be sleeping. Oh, the joy of having a toddler! I mean, it is fantastic most of the time. It's just you get times like this, and she, and she's really talking like crazy. So, like, yeah, it's it, just sentences come out, and my wife and I was like, "What? Oh, okay. That, yep, that's the thing." Uh, all right. I got well. I got one more, and then one I'm just gonna gloss over. Uh, hashtag dumb reasons not to come home. Hashtag dumb reasons not to come home. This one actually did make me laugh out loud. From not Ralphie's Christmas bunny suit. Not Ralphie's Christmas bunny suit uh, posted. 
Odometer is only 3,000 miles from 100,000. Hashtag dumb reasons not to come home. That's good. That's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving, 3,000 miles to get yourself up to that 100,000 mile mark. Uh, this one I did like, and I could have related to this when I was like a teenager. Uh, you forgot to take out the trash. Hashtag dumb reasons not to come home. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. This one, uh, your mother is still there. Hashtag dumb reasons not to come home. That, that wouldn't keep me from coming home, but I can understand for some people that are trying to avoid their mothers, maybe their mothers-in-law. <laughs> I can't relate to that either. At all. Don't tell my mother-in-law that segment just happened a little bit. Uh, and one other hashtag that's going around right now uh, would be hashtag LA rain because it rained again and everyone's crazy and it's just been madness and there's car accidents and people don't know what to do. Water from the sky. I had a little too much fun with that last week, so I'm just going to leave you with that. Uh, all right, let's get into little TV film and books. Little TV film and books. I'm now realizing I should have looked up the exact pronunciation for this. So please forgive me. Uh, those of you out there that are comic book fans uh, happen to be of Asian American descent. If, if I'm pronouncing this incorrectly, uh, Marvel just recently announced they are developing a new film, a new film based on one of their their comic book characters. That specific comic book character is Shang-Chi. Bridget, where is Chris? I'm if ask Chris if I'm if he's around, ask him if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly shang chi uh is is going to be marvel's first asian film superhero the first asian film superhero uh, i believe there have been smaller characters but this would be the first like featured star uh, uh superhero of the film currently being developed they actually uh, have already signed on a writer who is of Asian American descent, and they are currently searching for a director who is either of Asian descent or Asian American descent. Uh, really trying to to capitalize on the success, and I, that's going to sound wrong in, in in some ways, but but please don't take it the wrong way. They're trying to capitalize on the success of Black Panther. Uh, if you're familiar with Black Panther, that was a mostly African American cast. It was an African American director. It was also written by an African American uh, screenwriter so they are looking to really be inclusive and and really uh, convey the culture behind Asians and Asian Americans which I think is great uh, but you know of course it's Disney so there is you know we can't commend them too much because as much as it's great that they are doing this and and, and really getting these these other comic book characters uh, screen time you know that they're also looking at the bottom line, and that would be dollars. Dollars. So good on them, but not good on them uh, that much. Speaking of television, so this monstrosity happened uh, last week, last weekend. And that would, if you're not familiar with this, the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Yeah, it's a thing. I've never watched it in my entire life, and I will never be watching it for the rest of my life. Uh, but the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show happened this past weekend. I'm not going to get into all the details that one of the executives from the parent company of Victoria's Secret got into regarding transgender uh, models. If, if you want to look into that, I, I think it is interesting and I think it is something that it, that needs to be understood. Uh, but I'm not going to get into all of all of that right now. What I do want to get into is the fact that the ratings have been dropping the past few years. In fact, last year, the ratings were half what they were the year before, and this year, they were half what they were last year. Uh, so it looks like the Victoria's Secret fashion show is dead. We will no longer see this ridiculousness on television. Uh, this year was the lowest 
lowest ever ratings for the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. And uh, all I have to say is good because I hope this bullshit is dead. This misogynistic bullshit, you know, 60 models that all look exactly the same with wings and whatever. I like I've seen clips and pictures of it like it, it's it's stupid. It's really dumb that that this goes on network television, network television. And I'm real happy that it's done before my daughter is of an age where she's going to be flipping through channels and she's going to see this ridiculousness. Like, you, you think this is empowering women? No, it's not empowering women. I don't want to hear that from people because I know there's plenty of women out there. That, I love Victoria's Secret and I love the Victoria. No, it's not empowering women. It's demeaning to women. It's 100% demeaning to women. I know that they're choosing to do it. They're not being forced to do it. And good on them. Be a model. Rock, walk runways and stuff. Something like this does not belong on network television. I don't care. I don't care that you trot out a bunch of musicians. I don't care. It doesn't belong on network television, period. You want to put it on some cable television network? What? That's fine. I'm still not going to watch it. I don't think anyone should watch it. It does not belong on network television, period. So I'm glad it's dead, and I hope it is completely dead. Uh, and really, just stick to making, like, make bras and underwear. You know, make women's uh, night... Just, we don't need all this ridiculousness. I, I don't. I can't even stand watching their commercials. Oh, God. All right, moving on. Can you tell I care about that? Like, it, it, this is what ha I have a daughter at home. It's not a good example. This is not a good example. We have anorexic models walking a runway on network television. I don't care if you put fake angel wings on them and, and trot out the chain smokers and whatever that other there's another musician and i don't mean to be insulting toward her i just she's super popular and uh and super short hair and i know she was on the the most recent one as well all right we got some game of thrones news ooh ooh game of thrones news it's not as exciting as you would think so don't, don't just tamper your expectations here uh, but we did get some news out of game of thrones kit harrington kit harrington if you're not familiar with that name he is the actor who plays jon snow on the Game of Thrones series, the actor who plays Jon Snow, he was doing an interview with BBC recently. If you don't know what BBC is, uh, get get out from under a rock. He was doing an interview with BBC, and they asked him specifically, uh, "No, Pablo, this is two years in. We are two years into this. You you don't check your Facebook enough. I'm actually having a friend jump on the live feed, but please subscribe. Go over to Facebook.com/slash Go Tell to the Wall." Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you like our page. Uh, but yeah, no, we're just over two years on this. Bridget might correct me. No, I did two-year anniversary. We're over two years on this. Uh, Bridget, maybe hit him with a link. Or Kevin, I see you on there. We've got Bridget and and, and our pseudo number one wall fan, Kevin, on here. Uh, he refuses to, to take the mantle from, from number one wall fan, Darshan. So I can't give it to him officially. Uh, but yes, Pablo, please, please, please subscribe. Do all the things. Check it out. You will definitely enjoy it. Uh, I know you will because I, I follow you on the Facebook and, and we have very similar views. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, so check it out. Subscribe. Whatever, wherever you get your podcast, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on everything except SoundCloud. I just, I'm not doing the SoundCloud thing. They charge you. It's ridiculous. Uh, they charge you more. And I pay through host. I already pay for hosting through Podomatic. So I'm not doing SoundCloud. All right, apologies for that tangent there. Uh, Kit Harrington, as I was saying, did an interview with BBC. They asked him specifically if he had any interest in playing Jon Snow. Uh, yes, thank you, Kevin. Uh, playing Jon Snow in the prequel series that is currently being developed uh, for Game of Thrones. They, they've already greenlit a prequel series. I, was it a prequel? One of them is a prequel series. We talked about that last week. Uh, and he was asked if he would be interested in not playing Jon Snow, but playing an ancestor of Jon's, anything along those lines. Uh, or if he was interested, first of all, in being in the series. And he said, no, 
right away, no, I have zero interest in being in that series. Then he was asked if he would be interested in just playing, uh, like being in one episode and playing an ancestor, you know, one episode cameo, uh, and was very quick to answer no. So we will not be seeing Kit Harington in any of the Game of Thrones spinoffs, uh, the prequels, or anything else that ends up getting developed because there has been a couple of series uh, being developed. Uh, we're not going to see Kit Harington in any of those. And you might say, well, why? Why? Why wouldn't you want to do this? The thing is, for actors like Kit Harington that plays Jon Snow uh, or uh, uh, Maisie Williams, and I'm blanking on the, act the actress's name that plays Sansa, Sansa Stark, uh, these are actors that have been on Game of Thrones from the very beginning. We are talking 10 years of Game of Thrones. 10 years. That's actually, that's long, uh, even for a television series. Even for, the Se Seinfeld didn't run 10 years. You know, we're, talk we're talking about, and granted, I know that's a sitcom versus, but it's been, and it hasn't been 10 seasons. It's 10 years of shooting on Game of Thrones. He's, he's done. He's done. Thank you, Kevin. Sophie Turner plays Sansa Stark uh, on uh, on Game of Thrones. God, I, I know that name too. Like, those are like the three names I know, uh, and Amelia Clark. Uh, Amelia Clark, who's also been on since the very beginning of Game of Thrones. Uh, fantastic actress as well. I, I actually really enjoy following Amelia Clark on, on many of the social platforms. She's really funny and just, just very down to earth, which I always, I always enjoy seeing that from actors. Not that I think of them as like ridiculous or anything, but I always enjoy seeing that from actors, uh, is, is just when they're kind of down to earth. A uh, little, little, little more Marvel news. What, what the heck? Oh, I just exited. Just, uh, pulling. I'm all over the place tonight, and I'm losing track of things. Uh, we actually got some more Marvel news. A uh, Captain Marvel trailer. The Captain Marvel trailer just dropped this week. Just dropped this week. Uh, I will tell you, I'm excited after seeing the trailer. I don't usually get super excited about Marvel movies outside of Deadpool. I am. I mean, we got, we got my Deadpool right here. He's sitting up in the corner. Uh, you know, so outside of Deadpool, I don't get super excited. Uh, but that trailer got me real excited for Captain Marvel. I think Brie Larson's going to be fantastic in that. And I'm I'm really excited to see that film. I'm, I'm really excited to see that film. I'm not super excited about, like, aged down Samuel L. Jackson, uh, which you'll see in the trailer. I'm like, okay, okay, all right, I guess that's what we're doing. Uh, but I am excited about that. Another cool thing that's coming out about this is uh, is Captain Marvel is a female superhero, female superhero. And so because of that, they're really pushing... Not only the female angle, but they're really putting a lot of oomph behind this. Marvel is, uh, and that's really from everything from marketing all the way down to to merchandise. And this is a film where you're going to actually find quite a bit of merchandise, especially geared toward women. Uh, so, so check that out. There's a lot of stuff that you'll look through and be like, oh, man, that's awesome. I was searching through some of it. There's like dresses and stuff uh, and vans. Actually, their, their Captain Marvel sneakers uh, were fantastic. They were fantastic. I didn't get them. I, I was like, I can get one pair of these Marvels, and, and my wife bought me the Deadpool Marvels, of course. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so I had to have the Deadpool ones. Uh, but Captain Marvel, I'm excited about it, and uh, and they're really, really playing on that female lead in a good way. Uh, again, it's Marvel. It's Disney. They're still seeing bottom-line dollars, but it's it's uh, it, it's good that they are pushing this, and hopefully uh, it's, it's going to empower... You know, I empower women, yes, like because they get to see, but really young women, young ladies, girls that are going to see this. It's I do this often with with my daughter. Uh, we she we like sit here and listen to music. She'll come in the studio before every episode, and we literally like rock out in the studio. And what I do is 
I put on some interrupters music videos specific and uh, like might be some other things, but I put on interrupters so that my two year old uh, can then see a female lead singer in a true like punk East Bay punk band. They're not East Bay. They're from L.A., but it's that East Bay punk style that they have very rancid feel uh, because I know there and, and everyone. Well, there's been female female ska singers. Really, the like the measuring stick for for this, as far as and I'm sure there's been many local bands, uh, but as far as how they've become popular is Gwen Stefani, and it's like, well, like she doesn't she can't touch Amy Interrupter, <laughs> like she's much poppier. Uh, so I like to show my daughter that as as inspiration. You know, she can see that they, we can have female lead singers in in punk rock bands like that. Uh, so it, that I hope Captain Marvel is also going to do uh, a similar thing when it comes to to comic book characters. Uh, one more piece of news in TV, film, and books. More Marvel news. The Avengers 4 trailer has not dropped yet. And I bring this up because people are freaking out. Fans are freaking out on social platforms. And in fact, there's a hashtag that's trending. I haven't seen it trending anywhere, but it is trending somewhere. And that's hashtag Marvel versus the fans. Uh, because fans of Marvel are imploring Marvel Studios to release the trailer I, I don't know if they think that like it's in a vault or something, and they're just like, ha ha ha, we have the trailer, and you cannot what? I I don't I don't understand. Uh, but everyone's freaking out, and they're they're sharing these hashtags and stuff, and they're like, there's all kinds of people saying, give us the trailer, release the trailer. That's another thing, release the trailer. And they all thought it was going to come out the other day. Uh, I guess the directors were doing an event here in Los Angeles. Still hasn't come out. Still hasn't come out. Uh, the important thing to remember here is what did I just say about Marvel's Shang Chi? And also about Captain Marvel is Disney sees the bottom line and those dollars. So do you think Disney is liking this or not liking it? Neither. They're loving this. They have fired up the hype machine behind Avengers 4 and they're just watching it. This is what's happening. Marvel executives are like, we're going to just drop this here. We're not giving a trailer. We're going to make everyone think that a trailer is coming soon. And then they just sit back and they're like, ah. Thank you for the free marketing, Marvel fans. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but that, that's what's happening here. They have fired up the hype machine, and we are all playing into it. We're all playing into it. I'm not, but everyone else is playing into it. Man, I feel I'm just, we're all over the place tonight, and it's okay. It's episode 80. It's a nice round number. I always like when it's a nice round number. We're like 80-some episodes. This isn't the 80th episode that we've recorded. This is like, we're like 88 or something like that. Uh, but I always like the nice round numbers on the episode, you know, depictions. See, I almost used numbers. See how, Bridget, you see how that worked? I almost used numbers twice. And then in my head, I was like, nope, depiction. And I sound smarter than I actually am. No. Uh, we have some parenting this week. We have some parenting this week. I don't want to bring this one up to scare you. I just bring this up because it's inter it's, it's something to keep in mind. Uh, we had some news out of Hawaii. Out of a preschool in Hawaii, uh, there were some preschoolers there who were accidentally served pine saw instead of apple juice. Speci and many of them were served it, but specifically three children actually ingested a little bit of the pine saw. Now, one of the workers there noticed the smell right away, took it away from all the kids, and those three children that had ingested it, uh, they had EMS come out right away, check them out. They were, fortunately, they were fine, uh, but... Of course, this has blown up and it's gotten out there and uh, it's it's I bring this up because this is like we've talked about this with daycares like the, uh, the 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 baby that was like 
locked in a daycare and the mom went to pick him up and, and the, like the daycare was closed, you know, uh, I'm not saying be scared. You, everyone needs childcare. I get it. But please, 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 please vet any person, any location, any organization that you were leaving your child at because stuff like this happens. I don't think anyone did it on purpose. Now the worker who made the mix up has since been, I, we don't know if they, if they were fired, but they are no longer at the preschool. Uh, so I, I'm not even saying this was done on purpose or anything, uh, but this is the importance when it comes to children. This is the most precious thing on the face of the earth is the children. So if you need to have childcare for your children, make sure you are taking them to the right place. Make sure you are hiring the right person to come into your home and take care of your child. That is the most important thing. I mean, there's great preschools out there. I have one right around the corner, and when my kids, I'm going to go check out that one, right around, free preschool, right around the corner. I'm going to go check that out, you know, uh, and a little more parenting, a little bit more parenting stuff that I want to get into, and this would be uh, nine things you shouldn't say to your child, and I just want to run through these real quick, because I think these are top line things, and we're really trying to talk a little bit more about parenting, and I'm sure uh, Bridget can can relate on on many of these things, and probably has her own stories with her two children. Uh, but these would be the nine things. These are nine things, and I have a tenth thing for you uh, to never, never, ever say to your child. Never, ever say to your child. Uh, oh, that's a good call, Bridget. I probably should get on the wait list. See, I actually lean on on my friends, <laughs> such as Bridget, uh, who has two kids, uh, and her second daughter is just a little bit older than my daughter, but her, her first daughter is a couple years older than that, so she like she's done... So I'm like, hey, what am I, I going to do? So that's a good tip. Thank you, Bridget. Uh, and, and for all of you out there, even if you have a two-year-old at home, if it's a really popular preschool, uh, get on the wait list. Get on that wait list. Even if you have a two-year-old, you're not going to be bringing your kid there for two, three years. Just get on the wait list so that you're ready when your kid is actually of the right age. Thank you, Bridget. That is a very good tip uh, to, to not, not only for myself, but to share with everyone out there. Uh, so like I was saying, the nine things you should never say to your child Nine things you should never say to your child. Leave me alone. Number one would be leave me alone. I don't even need to get into details on this. You should never tell your child to leave you alone. Ever. Your child leans on you. You are there to protect your child. You are their rock. So never say leave me alone. Uh, another one would be you're so. So you say you're so crazy. You're so. Now. This is very subjective because I will say to my daughter, like, oh, you're so funny, you know, if we're playing or you're 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 doing a good job. You know, this would be like, you're so crazy. You're so messy. What You know, don't don't reprimand them with that kind of word. Uh, another one would be, why can't you be more like your sister? Just obvious or brother for that matter. Why can't you be more like your sibling? Like obvious, right? You, you there shouldn't be a comparison. You don't want to put that. You're putting down your child at that point. Uh, you know better than that. Now this one, I get, I get, and I have probably said similar things to my daughter. Uh, but you don't want to make them compare how they have acted previously. You know better than that. Instead, explain to them. Even if you know they know better than that, you know that they have. They know they shouldn't be doing that. Still, again, explain that to them explain it talk to your child as if not as if they're an adult but as if they're as if they're a human being not a dog so you know better no that doesn't work with your kids uh stop or i'll give you something to cry about i'm gonna i 
I mean, seriously, does anyone even say that anymore? I no. Uh, wait till daddy gets home again. Again. Now, this would be yelling at your kid, wait till daddy gets home. Uh, I've said to my daughter, you know, if, if she wanted to do something and, and my wife wasn't here, I'm sure my wife has done the same. Like, no, 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 we're going to wait till mommy gets home. You know, like I can't think of something specific, but, you know, like dinner. You know, your, your spouse is going to be home in five minutes and, and your kid wants to have a snack. I have said that. No, we're going to wait until mommy gets home. But it's not wait until mommy gets home. Wait till daddy gets home and he's, they're going to punish you. They're going to yell at you. No, no. Uh, hurry up. Hurry up. This is obvious. You don't want to. Uh... Oh, that's weird. Uh, you don't want to push them along. You know, kids are still learning. And this comes up a lot with like kids walking. You, let's say you're walking. I'm do dealing with this quite a bit myself with a two year old. Uh, she's walking more and more. So we walk down the street and you're not you don't want to rush her along. You don't want to rush your children along. Uh, now, another one is great job or good girl, good boy. This one, I I don't want to get into. That, that's just from parenting.com. Uh, they say not to use that uh, for various reasons. You don't want to be giving praise that is then looked for constantly. Uh, but I think saying good job, depending on the age, uh, can be okay. But again, parents are parents. You know your own kid. I remember uh, when we were first choosing our pediatrician and the, the main pediatrician at the practice that we go to had said, you know your kids the best. You know when they're not feeling well. That You go off your own judgment. Uh, so I think all that stuff being said, it, it's really your own judgment. I will tell you the 10th thing that you just, you never, this and this is a never. You never, 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 never do this. Never. If you're a grandparent out there, you're an aunt or an uncle, you know, you have friends that have kids. You never, ever do this one. Wasn't even on the list. Uh, but that would be uh, saying, mommy says no. Daddy says no. No, it's no. It's not no because mommy or daddy or the bad guy that is saying no. It's no because they shouldn't be doing that. So you don't, you don't insert someone else in there and say, well, mommy said no. No, you just say no and then explain why it's no. No, please don't do that because you could hurt yourself. You don't say, no, daddy says don't do that. That would be the 10th thing, and that's very important. It's very important. Uh, and like I said, I find it best to talk to kids with, with respect. Don't, don't talk to them like they're dogs. Don't. First Five California, which is a great organization here in California that teaches, uh, they, they give tips for development through the first five years of, of childhood. Uh, and and there, there are three things that they say to do are talk, read, and sing. Uh, and talking. Talk. Not as if you're talking to an adult. Please don't do that. If I was talking to my kid as if I was talking to some of my friends, throwing F-bombs and stuff, no, no. But don't talk to them like they're a dog. Have a conversation. Speak in full sentences. Don't baby talk. Those are important things. All right, we're going to get into a little mental health right now. Uh, this one's important to me, and I actually found this one, again, from themighty.com. Now, these are tips. And we always talk about Mental health and mental illness uh, and mental health awareness and removing that stigma. And I always give tips. A lot of them are based on my personal experience. The majority of them are based on my personal experience. Uh, and that's why I want to share these with you. It's like I always say, no matter where you are in the world, I, there, is one, there is a 100% chance that you know someone that suffers from a mental health issue or suffers from mental illness. 100%. I'm not saying they live in your house. I'm not saying they're your best friend. You, not everyone has a best friend that deals with mental illness. 
but you know somebody. Somebody between an acquaintance and a best friend. I'm not just talking someone you've crossed. Like, you know somebody. You interact with someone on a somewhat regular basis that has mental illness. And that's why I bring these things up. These would be eight things uh, to never say to someone having a panic attack, really, or just somebody that suffers from mental illness in general, but especially, especially when they're having a panic attack. Uh, people close to me that, that know the issues that I deal with are very familiar with this. My wife, uh, really, in particular, knows certain things that, that just don't work in those moments of a true, true panic attack. True, true panic attack. Uh, number one would be you just need to breathe. Yes. Yeah, I, we all need to breathe. It's a subconscious thing that we do. I get it. But that's not something to say to someone as they're having a panic attack. Uh, this one is the one that will get me every time. If I'm having a panic attack or if I'm having a bad episode of my OCD, uh, especially the OCD or, or my anxiety, and that would be calm down. It's not a big deal. Stop being silly. That is one of the worst things you can say to someone that suffers from mental illness or illness or has a mental health problem. Stop being silly. Calm down. There's no calming down there. Yeah, it's irrational, but there's no calming down. You're going to do the exact opposite of calming someone down uh, that is having a panic attack. Uh, you just need to focus and deal with your fears. Yes. Yes, I get it. That's what a lot of people have to do. Uh, but during a panic attack, nothing is rational. Well, I don't want to say nothing. Most things are not rational. So it's not just a, just it's, it's, you can't focus when you have a panic attack. You can't. My wife has dealt with me in, in when I've had episodes multiple times and I would be pacing and I would be hyperventilating and there's, there's no, there's no focusing at that point. You cannot focus. Now, after that specific episode has ended, then maybe you can try to focus, but there's no focusing in that moment. Uh, I didn't realize how bad your anxiety really was. And this seems silly. You might say, well, no, you're just talking to a friend. Here's the thing. What you're doing is you're making somebody that suffers from these issues feel smaller. You're making them feel lesser at that point. So don't ever say, I didn't realize how bad your anxiety was or how bad your mental health was. Never, ever say that. Uh, you know what? You're just too much. I don't even need to get into that. I realize I'm too much. I admit it. I own it. I realize I'm too much. That's why I remove myself from situations a lot of times. That's why I don't go to some social outings when I'm having issues like this. Don't tell someone they're too much. That's not going to help a panic attack. Uh, and the other one is, <laughs> oh God, this one gets me too. Uh, number six, how did you fix yourself and get better? You're doing so well. There is no getting better from mental illness. There's no getting better. Not, not getting better in the way that you get better from a cold. You can have you have better days and you have worse days. It doesn't go away. There's no cure. There's only ways to manage it. I tell this to people who are like, "Whoa, OCD," and like, and then there's OCD jokes and everything. And I've I, my OCD can be debilitating, debilitating. I can tell you some stories like beyond what I even share here, debilitating when it comes to my OCD and the anxiety caused by that. It never gets it never gets fully better. And so what you're doing is when you tell someone that they're doing well, there's two things to that. Then what they do is they focus on that and they try to be that way subconsciously all the time because they, they see people recognizing that they are not having those issues. Those issues aren't out in the forefront that where people are noticing. 
on top of that, you're just diminishing the fact that mental illness doesn't go away. Doesn't go away. Uh, number seven, I didn't ask if you wanted to come because you had an episode this week. I thought you weren't up to it. I have said this many, 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 many times on the podcast. I think we talked about it last episode. Sometimes you shut yourself off. Sometimes it's hard to get up and be in those social situations. However, you know what makes it worse? When you're not even invited to those social situations. If you have friends that deal with mental illness, don't put the, don't bring their mental illness to the forefront and say, I didn't think you wanted to be here because you were not feeling good. Think about it this way. Would you not invite a friend because they were sneezing the day before you sent out invites and you were like, well, I thought you had a cold. No, you still invite them. Still invite them. And even you can invite someone to 50 different things and they may never come. But if they are a friend of yours and you care about them, you continue to invite them. Uh, number eight, have you taken your meds? That's obvious. That is very personal. You don't ask someone about their meds. And again, you're putting a certain thought in heads of people that suffer from mental illness. Uh, now, I, I've always been forthcoming with all of you. I, I, cur I don't currently take any medication for my, my OCD, my, uh, my obsessive compulsive disorder, or my obsessive anxiety disorder. I have been put through the rigmarole. Uh, I mean, we're talking serious drugs in my 20s when, when we're trying to diagnose and, and get through everything. So please, please, please don't ever ask someone if they've taken their meds. Uh, I would liken this to asking a woman if she is on her period. I'm not saying it's the same, but you, like, you would never, ever, ever. Awesome. Thank you, Pablo. Uh, you would never, and I'm glad you're subscribed. Please stick around. I think you will really enjoy this. Uh, you would never, ever, ever ask a woman if she's on her period. I mean, not in that way. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're in a marriage or something, like, you know, I, I do it to my wife and she's going to kill me for saying, you know, she might, like, be not feeling good and getting cramps. And then I'll say, well, is is it coming? Is Are you coming up to, you know, that's different. But, you, like, think about a coworker. It's the old joke, you know, very misogynistic joke where a woman is having a bad day and you say, oh, she must be on her period. No. For the same th same reasons, you don't you don't ask someone, "Have you taken your meds today?" I mean that that should be a pretty obvious one, pretty obvious one. All right, we're going to continue. Uh, this me mental health awareness is such a big thing to me. Uh, I know it is a big thing to to many of our fans, uh, as well as many people that help on the podcast. Uh, and that's that's why we continue to talk about these things. And it's very pers it's it's a personal thing to me. It's been a personal mission, uh, really, ever since kind of my early 30. I mean, I dealt with this for, I, I mean, I've dealt with it my entire life, uh, but I dealt with it in my adult life, not wanting to talk about it with anyone. I mean, we're talking well over 10 years of, of dealing with this, you know, someone's, I mean, obviously, you know, like family and close friends kind of knew, uh, but dealing with it in secrecy. And I, I learned in my early 30s, like, nope, nope. Because if I, if, if one kid is helped, one young person hears this or sees those, those eight things not to, and realizes it's okay to talk about it, then it's well worth the the five seconds of embarrassment I, I get from admitting uh, that I deal with these things on a daily basis. And really, that's a big part of it, is once, once we all can embrace that, uh, embrace is not the right word, uh, but once we all can just get past the stigma and learn to be open and talk about it, uh, we can all learn to heal. Talking to a wall, talking about this weekly uh, with, with all of you, Helps helps me personally. It's this is selfish to me, also selfish. 
I'll admit it's not fully selfish because I, I it, like I said, if one person hears this, but it's selfish too. It's therapy for me. I talk to a wall. That's my therapy. It's one of my therapies. I got a lot of, a lot of different ways to deal with things. Uh, you know, medication right here, a little self-medicating. Don't ever self-medicate. I'm a bad example for that. All right, let's move on to some tech. Some tech. We got some cool tech news this week, actually. Uh, we got some news out of Microsoft. Uh, just this week, there is a project that's being worked on at Microsoft. It's being codenamed Centaurus. Centaurus. Uh, and this is a dual-screen Microsoft Surface device. Dual-screen. Dual-screen. Uh, we're we're real, we're getting there. The dual screen. They're putting them on phones. They're putting them on computers. Everything else. Dual screen device that Microsoft is working on. Uh, it's being built from the ground up, like just from the ground up. So they're essentially building hardware and software that's going to go into this dual screen stuff. And then with Microsoft and all their open source and how they they give out their software to hardware manufacturers, probably going to see more. Uh, we're going to see different companies and and their hardware that's going to come out of this dual screen stuff. It's most likely for dual use. We're still getting information coming out on this. Most likely for dual use. So imagine uh, you have a, it, like, imagine a notebook, much like the the black and red notebook uh, that we use here at Go Tell to the Wall podcast. And you have on one side, uh, nobody read my notes because they're terrible. Uh, you have on one side, let's say you're browsing here or you're looking through a site or even watching a video. And on the other side, imagine this is like a notebook page. Literally, imagine it is a notebook page. Uh, but so you the dual use would be you have something going on here, and then you can also kind of go here, which is interesting. And you might say, well, you can you know you can do that on computers and everything else, and 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 you snap apps next to each other. Snap, yes, I'm using the correct word. Look it up. I snap apps and and programs next to each other. Yes, but this is actually going to physically like fold. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I'll be curious to see it. Uh, for those of you that are avid, go tell us the wall. Uh, listeners, you know that I'm I'm a Microsoft guy when it comes to my hardware. This every episode of Go Tell the Wall podcast is recorded on a Surface Pro device, uh, so I'm going to be following this and I'll keep everyone updated on that as far as how that stuff comes out. This beanie's a little too thick to be wearing. I feel like Kevin is is uh, like sending some some voodoo on me right now for wearing this beanie. It's just, it's just not fitting well with the with the headphones. Uh, all right, moving on. Verizon and Samsung. They have recently announced that they are working on a 5G phone. Verizon and Samsung working together on a 5G phone, and it will be released sometime in the first half of 2019, which means most likely by June, could be before then, uh, 5G phone coming from Verizon, and they're working with Samsung. And Samsung is working on their own stuff. They're working closely with Verizon on a Verizon 5G phone, but they're also working on their own hardware. Uh, so we're probably going to see more and more 5G phones. As you know, this 5G stuff's coming out. By the time I get a 5G phone, the 6G stuff will be coming out. Probably 8G. I don't even know. I remember 4G came out. 3G, 4G. Like, Jesus Christ. I <laughs> can't keep up with all the technology. Uh, oh, man. Did you guys hear? that? You might have even heard. This one was floating around a little bit, but I had to bring it up. Some Amazon workers at a warehouse. Uh, things happened last night. Uh, were hospitalized. 24 workers in an Amazon warehouse were hospitalized because a robot, robotic arm in the warehouse, actually broke open a can of bear repellent, broke open a can of bear repellent, sending 24 Amazon employees to the hospital. And all I have to say is, yep, robot overlords. Way too much trust in these robots, people. They're already trying to kill us. They're already trying to kill us. On that note, if you have a Google Home uh, in your house or a Google a smart device, uh, ask 
it about Skynet. It's actually it's pretty funny. They've they've built in some fun stuff when it comes to Skynet. Uh, moving along, Lego, Lego. I'm actually really excited about this one. Man, Bridget, I don't know if the girls play with Legos, but I'm excited about this one. Uh, they have announced some uh, an augmented reality app. So there's an iOS app that just launched this week, uh, and it's augmented reality for certain particular uh, Lego sets. So if you get one of these particular Lego sets that has the augmented reality, you build the set, and then you have the app on your phone. You point your phone at it. Like I, I feel like I'm explaining. Like, here's how you use a cell phone. Uh, no, but you use the app and you point it at it and you're basically going to get, if you're not familiar with augmented reality, uh, like the bricks are going to come to life and you're going to see like digital stuff interacting with your actual uh, physical Legos that you see right there in front of your phone. So that's that's a pretty cool thing. I'm excited about this. Uh, my daughter is still a little bit too young for Legos. On top of that, I have a Lego set i got two Lego sets. I've got a Boston Red Sox Lego set here, and I've got a, a VW Bus Lego set. Uh, I've had the VW Bus Lego set for like four years, and I haven't been able to. So I'm excited, but I don't have time to build Legos. However, I will be excited when my daughter is old enough, and I'll be having this. Uh, this, And by then, hopefully, they'll have an Android version of it. I'm just curious to see the augment. I, I enjoy augmented reality. I think it's fantastic. I like the business cards and all that other stuff uh, that they're building in the augmented reality because we do live in this digital world. As much as I joke about the robot overlords, uh, stuff like this makes sense to me, this augmented reality. I'm, I'm down with it. So Lego, good on you. It's going to be fun kind of watching this uh, this move along. Facebook had an announcement this week. They're working on Facebook QVC. Facebook QVC is launching very, very soon. Uh, and this is going to be a new live video shopping feature that they are building into Facebook for merchants. Uh, to then essentially display their items, and then people will be able to buy the items directly through that uh, merchant feed. Now, all I have to say to this is they can't stop the Ray-Ban spamming that happens on Facebook on a daily basis. I, I, I never, there's never a time I open Facebook, scroll through, and don't see the Ray-Ban spamming. If you're not familiar with it, you're not on Facebook enough. The Ray-Ban spam. They can't handle that, but of course, let's throw more features into this site and and app and everything else come on facebook do freaking better I just, it's amazing it's amazing there's a pile more shit on top of shit instead of cleaning the shit just pile more shit on that's how it works right it, it's astounding to me facebook is facebook's gonna be dead in the next couple of years uh and then we'll just be live on youtube which i've been hinting at for how like bridget what like a year i think i've been saying youtube for a year <laughs> i just I hate that live feed. It's such a pain doing the live stuff on YouTube. It's like a pain in a different way. It's just, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving along. Alexa. Alexa is doing a little crowdsourcing right now. Amazon just recently announced. They were actually testing this within their Amazon campuses. Uh, they are crowdsourcing answers from users. So essentially stuff that Alexa hasn't been able to answer on its own. Uh, it's it's gathering information specifically from users of the Amazon Echo and then building that into it into all the answers that then go out to everyone else, which is kind of it's kind of cool. Um, I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm behind the augmented reality. I'm not behind the robots tearing open bear bear repellent. So this one kind of falls in the middle. This one kind of falls in the middle. I don't want it learning too much. There's an episode of Futurama deep cut deep cut there's an episode of futurama check that one out and see uh see what i'm talking about uh one more thing in tech here google google is looking to simplify their messaging strategy and their apps uh so eventually 
eventually being sooner than later, uh, Hangouts and Allo apps uh, will will be shut down. Hangouts, if you're familiar with that one and use it, it's a messaging app, and you can you can call and do video and stuff through there. Uh, they will still have their other messaging apps. They just won't have the specific Hangouts app and Allo, which I believe is another messaging app. Uh, I'm not familiar with it. I didn't do enough research on it today. Uh, that's going to be going away as well. So if you see that disappear from your Android phone, that would be why Google is streamlining and you're going to be using these other apps. Okay, well, it happened again. <sighs> I'm going to save this. You know what? I'm just going to sit on this one. This is some funny NFL news from around the country. I'm going to sit on this one and I'm going to sit on that one. Uh, we're not going to have any sports news this week just because I went over. But this is what happens when we talk mental health and mental illness. All right, let's get into some common sense. Oh, oh, Bridget. The Starbucks porn war. Oh, it's heating up. I've been so excited about the scooter war. I just I didn't even see the porn Starbucks war coming. It's right there. Uh, so if you if you remember last week or the episode before, I talked about how Starbucks, starting in 2019, will will ban you porn on their free Wi-Fi, so you won't be able to sit in Starbucks and 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 whack it while you're watching uh, while you're watching porn on their free Wi-Fi, because you know it makes sense. Who wants to watch porn in the middle of a coffee shop? If you want to watch porn in the middle of a coffee shop, go get help. Well, you porn responded recently. <laughs> you porn. In response to Starbucks banning porn in their coffee shops because, you know, common sense, YouPorn has now banned Starbucks in their offices. I can't anymore. I, like, sometimes I just can't. I can't. Sometimes I just can't. I'm like, this isn't apples to apples, YouPorn. And apparently YouPorn is run by 12-year-olds. Because, like, this sounds like something that would happen in middle school. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm not your friend. That's what happened. That that is the that is the uh, the staff meeting that happened at YouPorn. Oh yeah, Starbucks. Well, you can't be in our building. Grow up, YouPorn. Grow up, man. <laughs> I was actually gonna save this one for the Christmas special, but I feel like I needed to talk about it and definitely look this one up. I don't want to embarrass the guy, but look this one up because there's there's video out there of this guy. Uh, there was a house in Austin, Texas, in a neighborhood where they had a they have a Christmas light display contest, uh, and the family decided they really wanted to participate and possibly win the Christmas light contest. So what they did was they got a dummy, uh, they bought some very 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 80s clothes from a thrift shop and dressed that dummy up like Cr Clark Griswold. If you're not familiar with Clark Griswold, that is uh, Chevy Chase in the Vacation movies. Dressed him up as Clark Griswold, and there's a scene in Christmas Vacation where Clark uh, Clark starts to fall off the roof, and it's basically hanging from the gutter, about to fall off the roof. So what they did was they positioned this dummy hanging from the roof of their house with a ladder kind of halfway down to the side, off to the side. And what happened was a guy was driving by, noticed this, parked his car, ran up, tried to help the gentleman, thinking it was a real person. And in fact, on the video, you see the guy's pulling the ladder over and he's yelling at the guy, please, I'll help you. Can you reach the ladder? Can you reach the ladder? And in fact, called 911. 911. Now, since then, the family in that house has put up a sign specifying that it is it is not a real person and everything else. And there was some footage of the police officer that came to the house uh, and, and funny which it's funny because like you knew this was going to be the case, but the officer said, yeah, I've seen this a few times. <laughs> uh, and I'm not laughing because good on you to the guy that like 
stopped his car, got out to help this, this what he thought was a real person. Uh, so really, I don't like to laugh at his expense, uh, but I think it's a brilliant Christmas display. I think the sign was needed. Uh, the funny part is the fact that the officer was like, yeah, I've seen this a couple times before. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, all right, one more thing I want to leave you with. Burger King, and I'm, this is a teaser, because what we're going to do is I'm going to experiment with this. Burger King is is recently rolled out a mobile app for ordering uh, from their restaurant, so you can order in advance. Now, a lot of restaurants, like McDonald's did this a while ago. I think Jack in the Box does it as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. I'm at Jack in the Box once a week, and I think they have a sign on their thing uh, where, where you can order through the, map, through the app, and then you go pick it up. Well, Burger King has decided to troll McDonald's in the fact that if you have this app on your phone and you come within 600 feet of a McDonald's, it will then unlock the ability to purchase a Whopper for one penny. One penny for a Whopper. You will then, of course, have to go to an actual Burger King. Uh, the app will direct you to the nearest Burger King to, to pick up your Whopper for one cent. Now, the reason this is a teaser, I've got a McDonald's that I can see from my back balcony. I can see the arches right there. It is very close. So the experiment I'm going to do is I'm going to go into my backyard or in the back of my house. Even, I don't, might even work from the front of the house and see if I will be able to go on the Burger King app and be close enough to McDonald's to then order a one cent Whopper from the Burger King that is two blocks that way. I'm pointing. I think it's that way. Yes. McDonald's is that way and the Burger King, they're like five blocks apart. Man, like three blocks apart. So we're going to do an experiment, and I'll update everyone on the next episode, which will probably be the Christmas episode unless we get a new episode uh, for next week, which, like I said at the top of the episode, uh, we have a scheduling conflict next week. I'm getting booked left and right, so there might not be an episode next week. If there is an episode, it will likely not be on Thursday. It's If we do one, it'll be a, a different day next week. Uh, however, like... I also said at the top of the episode, Chris, annual Christmas special will be happening on December 20th. We're going to have some fun with it. I got my outfit sitting over here. You guys thought my outfit last year was good? Oh, boy. Nothing. Nothing compared to this one. Got it sitting right over here. We're going to have some fun on December 20th uh, with the annual Christmas Go Tell It to the Wall Christmas special. So look forward to that. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but like I said, I'll update everyone uh, as long as you're on the Facebook page. Really, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, make sure you like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell us the wall on Twitter at tell the wall pod, follow us at tell the wall pod and at magic Muppet. Uh, and of course head on over to Sean O'Rourke live.com. That's going to take you to all those things I just mentioned, including our YouTube page and our Patreon page. Thank you very much, Pablo, uh, for becoming a patron. Uh, and, and that's going to take you to all those things. Uh, and you'll be able to get updated throughout the week and, and, and really like head on over to like, Check out the Hazy Little Thing IPA review. It's right there. And we're going to have some Sierra Nevada over the next few weeks, definitely at least until we get uh, get get our hands on some of the Resilience IPA. Mm. I really do enjoy that Hazy Little Thing IPA. I think a lot of people do. That's why it's like the most popular beer review we got on YouTube right now. And it's like old, too. It's not even new. <laughs> like old, and everyone just seems to love it. Uh, so... Thank you all for tuning in for episode 80 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am, of course, your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We may be back next week. Maybe not. It will not be the same wall place, same wall time, but we will be here on December 20th. Same wall place, same wall time for the annual Go Tell to the Wall Christmas special. That's right. 
We'll see you soon, Wall fans. And remember, Wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, social media world, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you are, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.